the DC experiment. Oh, I'm being pointed at. Welcome back to the DC experiment. My name is Dennis. And I'm Caleb. And you're listening to... Is it still the DC experiment? You're listening to season two of the DC experiment. Right on, right on, right on. This is like what? Episode what? Six? Something like that? Four, five? Something like that? This would be, yeah, something like that. Something like that. I don't know. So what's going on, my brother? Because I can call you that with all certainty. Or the more proper etiquette would be... Don't give me that bullcrap. What's up, my person? I don't want to hear that bull crap. What's up, my fellow human being? Bull crap. Bull honey. Honey. Uh, we are just here. It's another week, and we are just checking in on you guys. Checking How are you all doing? You doing okay? I'm doing okay. How, How how's doing? everybody else doing out there? I'm it's weird put, putting something out that's not current, because I know this is going in another week, and I know that we are living in tumultuous times. Tumultuous dare we say, unprecedented. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I know that uh, listenership's going up. Is it? Yeah. On our podcast? Yeah, we're getting... Or just in general? Uh, on our podcast. Okay. Um, I think that uh, we need to look for alternate, uh, alternative... Um, information sources. Information sources, yeah. I think yeah. that... But I ranted all last week. Let's yeah, let's Let's talk about something totally different. Have you seen... Um, the movie Twister with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt. I have. It is a good show. It's amazing. I love it. My kids love it. They just want to drive trucks, chase storms. Do they want to be storm chasers? Harrison does for sure. Really? Yeah, he just loves it. He huh. did. He he got a whole like flip book yeah. and colored in basically almost every scene of the movie with the trucks going and chasing the tornadoes and the next scene of a tractor in a tree. And he's flipping through his own handmade book, and it's almost every scene of the movie wow. with the trucks and chasing the storms and stuff. That's it's great. cool. Yeah, my kids are awesome. Hmm. And uh, Logan is getting bigger, and he just does his baby talk thing, and it's adorable. Um, I'm back at work after my vacation period, so I'm doing my fire alarm inspections, and... Uh, and then I come home and make some food and hang out with my kids. And uh, you know what? There's a sense of, like, there's a part of me that's like, is there something more I need to be doing? Like, do I need to be pursuing a higher education? Do I need to be pursuing hmm. making more money? Okay. Like, like, I feel, like, inadequate that I make this low level of income. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not, you know, ter- I don't want to say what I make on the show but it's not it's Fair. not it's not bad but it's not great right. either great meaning 120,000 a year right yeah that would be great maybe 120,000 a year right i don't know i have this i have this there's idea. a certain point uh, on finances to say once you get to a certain point like around 80,000 all of your needs are met or even around 70,000 or something like that Basically, you don't. If you manage it well and budget it, you can afford a, a decent lifestyle. Well, I guess decent is the is, is all the, was always the question people ask. Like, what is decent, and what is decent for you might not be decent for someone else because right, that's, that's all a matter true. of opinion. But though, I think the point is most people have a tendency just to spend whatever it is that they make. Yeah, at whatever level you're yeah, at, wherever you now, are. Now, I watched an incredible documentary mm-hmm. or a little show on Netflix. And it just came out like a month ago or even a couple weeks ago. It's called The Minimalists. 
Minimal. Okay, I've seen that. And there's the two dudes that kind of share their testimony, as it as it were, um, about how they both grew up kind of in poor type families, um, broken homes, and they talked about how that had an impact on their lives, and so mm. they felt like. In order to be successful, hmm. they needed to get good careers, good jobs, and start making a ton of money and give themselves a nice house, nice things, and keep going. But both of them give this incredible story, which you should watch. Okay. Is it like the Eilers? Remember we did the episode with the Eilers yeah, a few months ago? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, but this was more of a perspective of not getting organized, not adulting, mm-hmm. but reevaluating your life path as it were. Okay. And so um, they both share about they were making good money. Mm -hmm. They had this house full of stuff, and they were still miserable. Easy to do. Yep. And so they talked about this one guy went first. Basically what triggered it is his mom worked her entire life. Mm -hmm. She retired, and in the first year of retirement, she moved to Florida and got like, uh, or got diagnosed with a stage four lung cancer. She was gone in eight months. Wow. And he went down there and started going through his mom's things. And it was just all this stuff hmm. and just cluttering and he had to go through it all. So he changed, he only took a couple things and he sold the rest or donated it. But then he uh, basically reevaluate his life like what is important what really matters and it, what it boiled down to is relationships hmm, yeah and so he okay. got rid of like tons of stuff okay. and just super simplified his life and then his best friend got let go from his job and saw that his buddy was happy all the time and he was like why are you happy all the time he's like because i got rid of all my stuff <laughs> and so he went and his other buddy went extreme and boxed everything up like boxed everything up in his house in boxes and then whatever he needed at the time, he'd go in the box and get whatever he needed. And after about three or four weeks of doing that, he found out he only needed about 20% and the rest the rest of the 80% was living in boxes and he never even accessed them. <laughs> and he's like, we have so much crap in we our houses. do, you're so right. And stuff like that. And he's like, it's just taking our time. Mm-hmm. It's taking our energy. Right. We're just throwing our money away, buying stuff. Right. If you have what you need, you don't need to go buy a ton of stuff. Right. And then they talk about how marketing is designed to mm-hmm. take that money out of your hand yeah. and give you this product that you don't even oh, need. And it's the culture that plays into the whole consumerism yeah. mindset, you know, that you have to keep up with the Joneses and you have to buy the next greatest thing because... They did talk about keeping up with the Joneses It's and the stuff. next greatest thing, and so and you have to have it. Psychologically, whoever you're kind of around, you try to be at that same level. Yeah, yeah. You compare yourself and to And that's people. why... Yeah, exactly. Comparison culture. Yep. You know, and go, well, they have one of those, so I have to have one too. Yes. Or I have to have one really close to it. Yes. I have to have one like it because I don't want to be left behind. Yes. That's the Ex- mindset. That's exactly what they talked about. I don't want to be left behind. Oh, no, I, I get it. That's, that's, I mean, that's really common to man, I think, that for us to think those things. You know, Dave Ramsey has railed against those things for years yes. with his, uh, you know, financial peace stuff that he's got. And, you know, I'm not like a giant, I mean, I like Dave Ramsey's stuff. I don't do a great job of doing it. Right. But um, he, he's, he's a smart guy. I like and his perspective, though. He talks about a lot of that and mm-hmm. how, you know, how many of us have, I mean, you could probably go upstairs right now, and I could too, into my house, and within a minute find six things that I haven't touched in over a year. Yes. 
in over a year. Yeah. And if it's sitting around in my house and I haven't touched it in over a year, do I really need it? Why is it in my house? Exactly. Why do I have it? Why is it taking up space in my life, in my mind, in my house, right? It's this clutter is really what most of our stuff is just clutter. And I'm curious, and this, is, this, would, be, uh, this would be an interesting, um, I don't know how you would study this, like, like science-wise, scientifically. How much of the stuff in our head is just clutter? You know, because you're talking about physical stuff. We're talking about minimalism and all that stuff. Physical minimalism, like living off of just what you need. But how much do in our thought life? How much of the stuff that we think that, that, that is brilliant dude. comes in and out of our minds through yes. like the cell phones and the computers and yes. the, the, the I screens? I love exactly what you're saying. Right? I'm totally 100% in agreement with you. That is brilliant because I think it is to the Bible talks about be still. Right. And know that I am God. Yeah. It's really hard to be still when you It's have hard to be still when you roll over when you wake up and you're like, what happened oh, it's a screen. in the world uh, while I was asleep? Oh, look, it's oh a my screen. buddies liked a bunch of stuff. And then, oh, crap, I just spent 45 minutes and now I'm late <laughs> for work. Yeah. Or I need to watch the TV news and find out what the, what the yes. liberal media is going to shovel down my throat. Yes. You are so right on, dude. It's 100%. You know? I, I and think how much of that is clutter? Is just clutter 90 percent i would probably say 90 percent would agree we're always have a screen in our face and i'm guilty of it too you know you got your phone you got your computer you got your ipad and instead of just being still and actually i think it's spiritual oh it is because i think we don't spend any time communing with our father in heaven we don't spend any time just being still meditating on the word of god right we're going and going and going and going Distraction, yeah. distraction, distraction. You know, this I, list, this, doom, doom, doom. And we're just rushing through our lives. And I don't mean to degrade technology. Because, Do it. And, and why here, not? No, because here's why. Um, over the last few months, uh, there's a few apps that I found have been pretty beneficial. Um, my, my wife found this one and she showed it to me. It's called Take a Pause. And it was this app. Why that, do you need an app to no, tell you what be, to do? It, uh, because I wouldn't do it. Otherwise, just get rid of the freaking phone. I know that, but listen, it's a guided like minute. They have one minute, three minute, five minute, and ten minute versions of this kind of. It's kind of a Christ centered, if you want to call it meditation, because it's filling you with things that the Bible says. Right? It's it's repeating. It's it's got you know anyway, and it's just a way to again think about your day, think about God, think about what I really need right now, and it's Him. Right? I don't need stuff. I don't need things. I don't need screens. Awesome. And so it's, it's a good app if you use it for what it's for, right? right? Also the Bible app, you know, it gives me a time to sit down. It's got reminders that I can go, okay, oh, I need to read my Bible today. Not to guilt myself into reading my Bible, but because I made a commitment to do that right. because I want yes. to, yes. not because I feel like I have to. And, um, you know, working on a Bible study with my wife or a Bible study with my fellowship group or whatever, then technology can allow me to do that and I can read the Bible in every different translation known to man and I can I can look it up and I can study it and I can find out what other people said about it and I can develop my own opinions about it. And so again, technology can be beneficial, but if it's cluttering your mind, right? And what does clutter do? Nothing. Well, most of the time it it's, it's a clutter of... What's this person doing? Well, it takes your mind off. Why don't I have what they have? What's important? Yeah, exactly. Right? That's what clutter does. Clutter in your house. Talk about keeping you up look with at the clutter. Joneses. Isn't that what all Facebook does? Oh, yeah. Is just keeping up with the Joneses? You look at clutter in your house. What does it really do? 
It, it distracts it's you. It's confusion and distraction, yep. right? I have all this stuff. I don't know what to do with it. I think it right? also adds to a level of anxiety. Absolutely, it does. I think when you walk into a room and there's not a lot there and you sit down, it's almost more peaceful. You know, it's funny. I think it was, I don't know if I was watching a show and it might have been, that was PBS or something. And it was talking about minimalism and, and, and it was like these guys and like their apartment, they had like a seat and that was about it in this empty room. And that was, they had, like, that was it in the room. And it was like, this is my living room. And I have just a chair. This is what I sit in when I read or when I do whatever I'm going to do. And awesome. They don't have pictures on the walls. They don't have plants. They don't have, you know, a whole bunch of furniture. It's, it's like a seat. Well, that, I think that's <laughs> awesome because this whole world is going so fast yeah. that if we don't stop, mm-hmm. we just go right along with it. I think we're, like you said, it's, it's increasing a level of anxiety. And we're like, oh, I need this. I need this. I need this. Okay, yeah, yeah go ahead. Buy, buy, buy. All this stuff because it hopefully make me happy. But we never slow down and even enjoy what we do have. Yeah. And then we have all this clutter. And we come home and we're just as stressed out yeah. and we're anxious. Even and more. Yeah. Because then, then we're like, well, I need to be doing this. Well, I need to be doing that. I have these projects and this projects and these things I need to do and that thing I need to do. And we, and we forget about, yep. you know, life isn't about projects. Life is about people. Our family, yeah, you know, our friends, our neighbors. Oh, that's so good, dude. You know that that how much of the clutter, not only of our stuff, yeah, right, our material stuff, but no, again, they I come talk back about to it in this minimalism thing. Clutter simplifying of the mind, your life, right? Is they, the term they use. Simplify your life. Simplify your thinking, your thoughts. Getting rid of stuff. Decluttering your mind. Yes. How do you declutter your mind? That's a hard one because once stuff goes in, it's really hard to get out, right? But we can at least start to take steps, like minimizing technology. Yeah, I, I, for me personally, I've right. noticed that I've been spending more time, well, especially in this crazy time, the last few weeks, mm. just news, news, news. What's happening right now? Mm. Anything new happen? Anything happen now? What's going on <laughs> what now? About now? What, what about, about now? What about now? Yeah. How about now? Now? I, I hear now? You. Ooh, who said something? Ooh, ooh, what's that? How about now? How about now? Right. And, I've, and I'm just like, dude, I got to shut that off. Yeah, you do. Because then, of, yeah, I think a lot of people are guilty. Until of that. An- Antifa's at my door, there's nothing I can really do. <laughs> Antifa's not coming to your door. Exactly. You know, they might. They might. Who, uh, who knows what they're gonna do? But I'm just saying, dude. I just gotta. I have to unplug a little bit too. Yeah. I think one of our pert- purpose partners, Franny's, unplugged for a whole week. Yeah. From all social media, yeah, except I, for our purpose group. Right, right. It's funny. I, I was reading something, and I, I forget where it was. It might have been through that group. Shout out to you, Franny, by the way. Somebody, yeah, right. Somebody said um, every weekend, like on Friday, they uh, delete the apps, the social media apps from their I phone. I heard that, yeah. Like they just take the apps off. They delete the, like they actually go and delete the app. And then on Monday, they reinstall the app. Like every weekend. And I'm thinking to myself... That's pretty extreme. I mean, it seems pretty extreme. Well, you know what I do when the weekend comes? Most of the time when I'm not called, I put my phone downstairs. Yeah, yeah I know that because I try to get a hold of you and <laughs> you never pick it up. I know. I'm just like, I don't want to be interrupted. Right. No, and that's, I don't think that's bad. I don't want that's to deal with anything. boundaries. Yeah. You know, you, you have that phone for your convenience. Yes. Not for mine. I love it. You know, and I have my phone for my convenience, not for yours. Yeah, and when you're talking you know? to your wife, you would never... Just walk up and interrupt a conversation. Right. But we allow that with our phone. We do. A lot of people do. But not only with conversations, with dings. Right. And oh, notifications. notifications. Oh, hold on. Torrible. One thing I cannot stand, which just That's makes me... Brain clutter. <clears throat> livid is like, I'm having a conversation with you. Ding. Oh, hold Bing. on. Hold on just a second. 
you the phone is now more important than you. Right. How right. rude is that? Having a conversation with someone and they they get a little text message or a messenger message and they stop talking to you. Yeah. Because they feel like they have to talk to this other person. What does that tell you? That this other person is more important yeah. than you are. Or this notification or whatever. Like, yeah. you can't put that aside for yeah. five minutes. And, and I got to be honest, conversation. I'm guilty of that myself. Oh, So I, I can't douche. rail against I've done it once. I've done it a few times. I You've try not to. you done it to me and I hate it. I try not to. <clears throat> but it happens because of clutter. Brain well, clutter, stuff clutter, you know, and lack of boundaries that we set for ourselves. You know, and I, like I said, I've done it. I'm sure a I lot of people out there have done it. But that's what it does, and I'm guilty. Let's. But I'm also I've also had it done to me. Yeah. You know. And it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. It does not feel good. Sorry, I stepped away from the microphone. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. And then, um, and then let's listen to this word from our sponsor, whoever it happens to be, Anchor. And we're back. And he's back. Oh no, I guess we're both back. Yeah, we're both back. Um. I, the whole thing that I liked was simplifying your life. Yeah. I think there's yeah, yeah. a huge legitimacy to getting rid of all the stuff. What, one thing that I noticed about myself as a parent, mm-hmm. whenever I get like super frustrated yeah. with my kids is when I'm trying to take care of something hmm. and they're interrupting it or needing attention. Right. And I'm like, ah, kids, can you play for five seconds without me? Let me take care of what I need to get take care of. And most of the time, it's a distraction. It's like getting rid of clutter, clutter mm-hmm. or junk or something like that. And it's so not important. And then it's taking my time away from my children. Yeah. And it's taking my patience away. Yeah. When I'm trying to read an article, something comes up on the news. This just happened. I have to find out what this is. <laughs> Please be quiet and let daddy read this or let daddy watch this, whatever. And so I find out the times that I lose my patience mm. is when I'm wanting to do something that I want to it's do. It's good that you recognize that. It's selfishness. It is selfishness. <clears throat> but if I can simplify my life mm-hmm. and not worry about all this other crap that's taking place, yeah. I can just have the time. Well, I have the time and still, the patience and the energy to think, deal with my kids. I think you'd still have to wife. be intentional because there there will always be stuff that wants to steal your time. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter how I, and and I guess that's but that's the goal is to limit eliminate as much of that. Yeah, as, as you can, as you can, as you can. So no. much of us have way too much stuff. Yeah, and way too much stuff on our minds. Yeah, and way too much stuff on our plates. Mm-hmm. And. It's distracting. It's hard to focus, and like you said, it causes anxiety, which then you know leads to things like depression because then you feel bad about yourself, lack of patience, right? All kinds of things, right? And that's not those aren't healthy behaviors. And so, yeah, getting rid of some of that stuff. But when you don't have a ton of crap to have to deal with, right. you're more relaxed. Yeah. You're more patient. You're more kind. Yeah. And your life is well, just more I, sim- I mean, simple. At, at, you'd hope because at some point I would think. You know, I mean, unless, you know, I think like a like an actual homeless person, they got nothing, right? But what are they doing? They they they're they're potentially worried about like where the next meal is coming from. That's that's where the anxiety is, right? That's where the you know the uncertainty in life comes. I, I think at, at some point there's always going to be something to be anxious over if that's what we choose to be anxious. Right, that sometimes anxiety is one of those things that that we fall back on because you know 
Well, it's worry, and so it's something to worry about. Yeah, and isn't worry a sin? Is it? I don't know, but isn't isn't it <clears throat> evident of a lack of faith too? Hmm, that's a good question. Because if you that's were really, really trusting in Jesus the way the Bible says, where it's like he's going to provide, he's going to take care of, he's in charge, he's in control, isn't that where the peace that passes all understanding, like the normal world's going to be like, why are you not worried right now? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you know, you're losing everything. The world is falling apart. <clears throat> right. But you're like, Jesus said I'm his child. Yep. He and he's, gonna take he's care of me. my heavenly father. He says he's going to take care of me. So why why do I got to worry? Well, that's ridiculous. That's foolishness. <laughs> if I if I seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, right? Yeah. And and then he said all these things will be taken care of. Well, that's foolishness. That's not really true. <laughs> that really doesn't it really doesn't. You need to God helps them who helps themselves. That's not even in the Bible. I know. I love it when people say that. Cleanliness is next to <laughs> godliness. <clears throat> Help yourself and be clean. Right. And and then God oh, what was will the other take one? care of you. Oh, as a man thinketh, so he is. Which is actually in there, but if you read the context, that's not what it's meaning. It's not what it's right. talking about. It's funny. People use that one all the time. You become what you think. Well, I mean, I get it, but that's not what the Bible's saying. Right. That goes into more of a New Age uh, manifestation yeah. type deal. You manifest right. what your you reality. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. You're in control of your own reality. There's a lot of crazy stuff out there. And, you know, and honestly, a lot of it is, again, we come back to clutter. Yeah. So declutter. How do we de- declutter our lives? Well, I, yeah, and simplify your life. I yeah. like the term simplify. Declutter, so, simplify your life, which so, means <clears throat> you limit, you eliminate yeah. unnecessary. So how do you know if it's necessary? Here's my two cents. If you haven't used it, if you haven't worn it, if you haven't opened it in like over six months, you probably don't need it. And I mean, especially what? a year. You want to stick a year on it because maybe I, it's seasonal. I think the same thing right? with unhealthy relationships. Oh, sure. You need to recognize that if you're in an unhealthy relationship where when you're hanging out with somebody, you always feel kind of down or you doubt yourself or you're kind of negative after hanging out with that person mm-hmm. and you notice a pattern. Yep. And you're like, oh, this person's calling again and you feel a twinge of anxiety or whatever. Right. Uh, that's unhealthy. Yeah. Need to cut that out. Right. Let that relationship go. Right. And then that simplifies more time. Sure. Uh, less anxiety. Right. Dealing with somebody else's needs. Yep. If you, know, you so run into a codependency type person. <laughs> right. Or so or if you're an uh, unstable type person. I've dealt with this. I had a guy who was a buddy of mine. We'd talk every day um, for like hours on end. Hours. Yeah, because we were both driving. We both oh. had jobs that we drove. Yeah. And uh, I said one thing, and, and he would have these weird, like, um, almost bipolar moments where he'd get angry whatever, and he'd blow off steam, and I'd take it, and he'd be douchey to me whatever. Um, but I'd let it go. But anyways, long story short, <clears throat> I said something one day that kind of irritated him, and he just blew up at me, mm. and he hasn't called me since. But I also haven't reached out. Because I realized that there's an unhealthiness in that relationship I had with that person. Okay. And I didn't need it anymore. No. No, you don't need unhealthiness. That's for sure. I don't need to be fussed at over dumb stuff. Right. And And so really you have a couple choices. One, I mean, you could, yes, cut the relationship off, which sometimes is the best answer, mm -hmm. right? You could also fix the relationship too, right? Because, I mean, relationships in, in, in some would say relationships 
are some of the most important things that we have in this life and right. in the Christian experience, especially. Healthy relationships. Hell, absolutely. We but the thing healthy, is, right? um, you know, like there would be distraction sometimes from your family too, and so I just reprioritize. Yeah. Be like, you know what? I don't have time to deal with all of your issues. I don't hmm. have time to deal with stuff. I have a wife and kids I have to deal with, and it won't always be that way. I know that when my kids leave the house mm-hmm. and they get more independent on their own, I'll have to spend less energy. But right now, I'm in the throes of dealing are. with the in, the kid issues, the baby mm-hmm. issues, mm-hmm. the wife issues. I don't have a lot of extra time for a lot of extra relationships. I've got meaningful relationships. I don't want artificial, poofy, waste my time relationships that uh, I'm not, I don't want to waste time and pretend that I'm interested when I'm really not. (laughs) If I'm going to have a relationship, okay, let's have a relationship. Let's get into it. And I only have time for a few of those. You being one of them. You know, it's just like, I only have time. We set aside time. Yeah. We, we, We make time. But if you notice, it's after I spend all the right, time right. with the wife and kid. Yeah. When they're asleep, now it's your time. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's that's the the, the place that I'm in, and that's okay with me. You know. And, and eventually, it won't always be like no, that. You no. know. But that's how it is right now. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, you know, coming back to and de- that's okay. Decluttering relationships, decluttering our material stuff. Right, technological decluttering. You could, well, yeah. you know, get rid of social media. How about how about this? Go through your phone. Do you find yourself addicted to your screen? Um, I notice that when I get up in the there, morning, there I want to look at my screen. There are times I notice when, that yeah. when I like get up, I get my cup of coffee. Where's the first place I go? I go sit down and either grab an iPad or sit in front of the TV. And yep. I'm like, what am I doing? Yep. Why can't I just like sit here, drink my cup of coffee, and be quiet? Yeah. It's like I can't do that anymore. We used to. What do we used to do? We used to read the back of the cereal box. Sit there and just read it. <laughs> over yeah. and over. Every morning I'd read the back of the cereal box. And it was you know, the same box of cereal yeah. that I had last time. Uh, uh, but I'm like, what impact is this having on our society? Well, it's, it's heavy. You know, so how many apps are on your phone that you haven't used in a long time? Or on That's tablet, a good one. That's right? a good one. How many programs on your computer? How many, you know, how many... Uh, Look at the know. pictures. Oh, my gosh. Picture, oh, my gosh. Pictures. Oh, dude. Right? Hundreds of pictures of just crappy pictures yep. that we don't even go back and look at. Yep. I uh, speaking of pictures, I um, I caught myself taking multiple pic- multiple uh, pictures of myself next to a pot of boiling water because I felt I had low self esteem. <laughs> you fed that one right to me. Don't boo. Come on. <laughs> wow. I'll give a wow. I thought it was good. Wow. Self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> Douche. Oh, uh, you know what? It was either that one or the one about the McDonald's kids meal that I ate. That's interesting too, right? What? I ate a kids meal at McDonald's. Yeah. His mom was furious. Sure, I could see that. <laughs> that makes total sense. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, myself <laughs> I think it's funny that you crack yourself I, up. I, I, I uh, you know, <clears throat> some friends would agree with you. I think that I'm thankful. One of the one of the uh, cures for um, 
anxiety and doubt and worry is thankfulness. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Gra- gratitude, right? Yeah. Gratitude. Like when I start saying out loud, like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just walk in the kitchen and I know stuff's doing, but I'll, I'll just say like, I'm thankful for our home. Hmm. I'm thankful that we've got a shop out there. Yeah. I'm thankful that you and I are doing well right now. I'll say that to my wife, you know. Mm. I'm thankful that um I love our kids. I'm thankful for our kids. I'm thankful for what everything God's given us. God has totally provided and taken care of us. He's stretched what little money we make and he stretched it mm-hmm. and multiplied it. He's provided for Jonathan all along the way. Mm-hmm. He like lifts and wheelchairs and stuff that we could have never afforded surgeries that we were able to get debt free from Mm. births of children and that were paid for with cash i'm like how does that happen yeah god and us not being dumb well right we were staying clean and helping ourselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) staying clean is important Right. <laughs> that goes to the cleanliness next to godliness <laughs> joke. I get you. And then, you know, the Lord helps them who helps themselves. <laughs> we were helping ourselves staying clean. <laughs> get you. But you know what I'm saying? Like, God has been so good to us. Mm, yeah. Well. And he's taken care of uh, my family all along the way. And yeah. the reality is, you know, I am a lazy sinner <laughs> who wants to always take the easy way out. You know, and, and, and understand. And God has... Keep in your mind, though, dude. The Lord gives, and the Lord takes away. Yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, he does. And, and it's, it's his Just thing. like in Job. Yeah. And it's, so, it's his, can we be as game. thankful and praise him when he takes away? That's the question right Ooh. there. And, and I think, I think, I think, I think, if we lived more minimal lives... It wouldn't matter so much. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. That we is wouldn't a have great stuff to lose, point, right? my friend. Because you're that that was genius. I don't know if it was genius or not, but, but I love that because we wouldn't we, be so we, caught up. We and use bound things up with as our security stuff. blankets. Yes, yeah. we wrap it around ourselves. Well, at least I've got all this stuff, so I'm somewhat secure. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that reminds me of the jerk. <laughs> you know? That's all I need. Yeah, that's all I need. <laughs> this is paddle, this paddle ball in this chair. This remote control. <laughs> that's all I need. And this magazine. But we wrap ourselves up with our stuff, and you're right. That gives us a sense of security yeah. and stability. Yeah. And what happens if you lose it all? Does that mean your stability and security goes all the way? Well, yeah. If that's what you place your security in. Exactly. But if my security's in my Lord and Savior. If your security and stability is in yeah. Jesus Christ, who is on his throne. Bang. That's it, man. It doesn't matter if everything's taken away. It doesn't matter if everything's given to and you. if we had nothing to begin with, right? What did Job say? I came into this world with nothing. I'm going to leave this I world I love that nothing. because that in that minimalistic video mm-hmm. on Netflix, same thing. His mom yeah. left and didn't take a single thing with her. Yeah. We're, we don't take anything with us. So why have it around us? Why? Yeah. Why fill your life with it? And have somebody else deal with it when they're gone. Yeah. What we can, quote unquote, take with us. If you want to call it that, is um, people. Yeah, our relationships in, in eternity. And if you led somebody to the Lord. In eternity, mm-hmm. right? Our friends, our family. And that's why the scripture says neighbors. Um, where your treasure is, there's mm. where your heart is. Yeah. So lay your treasures up in heaven. Right. Because that's where your heart's going to be. Right. But if you lay your treasures up here on earth, that's where your heart's going to be. Yeah. In your stuff. In your stuff. Yep. 
And then all in the experience down here. And then when it's all taken away, you got nothing. You got nothing. What are you? Yeah. What are you left with? Nothing. Nothing. Because all of this is gonna burn you. Ain't gonna be able to take any of it with you. Doesn't come with us. Yep. Is that encouraging? I don't know. Perspective. I hope it's encouraging. Yeah. Keep a good perspective on your stuff. Try to minimize. Here, here, here's here's your challenge this week, listeners. Get rid of some stuff. Here's the challenge. On day one, get rid of one thing. One thing. On day two, get rid of two things. Ooh, two things. On day three, get rid of three things. I bet you know what you're going to say on day four. On day four, get rid of five things. (coughs) (laughs) On day five, get rid of four things. Get rid of six things. You know what I mean? Get rid of a bunch of stuff. Because you know what? You probably don't need most of it. And give, donate it. You know, like help another family, help somebody else out, or give it to Goodwill or whatever. Yeah. So that someone else can accumulate it. <laughs> right? Oh, it's crazy. It, it is disturbing. Uh, uh, Stop buying all this crap you don't need. Right. You know how much money you would save? Oh, my gosh. If you just backed away from Amazon for like a full week? How about a month off of Amazon? Mm. My goodness gracious. Yeah, right. Maybe delete some apps off your phone. Get off social media. You know what? That would week. be interesting statistics. What if everybody stopped spending on Amazon for uh, one week a month and took that money that they spent in that week and put it into savings? All right. Would all of us be debt free within a matter of a couple years? Maybe. And if everybody got off of social media for a week, we should start a social like, media revolution. Like once a month. Yeah. Get off it for a week. All of it. Get off for an entire week. Just get off. And, and really, yeah, and do, really just get off of it, period. Yeah. Right? That's something I'm going to work on this I'm, year. I'm working on it too, dude. Like, uh, you I know, know you've, you've always hated Facebook. I've always hated Facebook. Always, always. Um, from day one, yeah. I tried it and I was like, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is a, the biggest waste of time yeah. and emotional energy that I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I immediately felt like crap. Wow. I immediately was like... Why is everybody else living this incredible lives and mine sucks? Wow. I said, I'm not, I don't like how that makes me feel at all. No. No, I don't. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, if you go into it knowing that that stuff is there, because I think you have to at some point, you go, this, this is all fake. All of it yeah. is fake. And so, you know, you, you, you scroll the pages and you swipe your feed, you know, all that stuff. And you know it's fake. Fake, yeah. fake, 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 yeah. fake, fake. I, I, I hate social media, period. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't do the tweets. Yeah. Right. I barely do the Instagrams. We so, do have a DCXP Instagram. Well, we do, yeah. Cause that's and we, how put, we, kinda, we put a couple funny things out engage there. Engage with listeners. But yeah, you know, yeah. if you guys are going to get rid of stuff, right, it's okay. Don't You're not going to hurt our feelings. No. Get all rid of it. 40 of our listeners. Don't dog our 40 I'm listeners, not 40, man. Oh, 41. We're so thankful. Sir. Oh, I, I no. Don't don't think I'm saying I'm not for thankful. For our 40 listeners. I'm super thankful for our yeah. 40 listeners. I'm super thankful for you, friend. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm thankful for everybody listening. Check out our website. Buy some merch. Ooh, good segue. Yeah? That's awesome. Go to thedcxp.com. Mm-hmm. Go to our uh, merch store and buy a t-shirt or a coffee cup. Yep. With our DCXP logo on it. Boom. And then you can have more clutter in your house. It's like tipping us. If you're like, you know what? I got something from this episode. It totally goes against what we were just talking about this entire episode. What? Buy more stuff. Oh, that's true. Just because it has our logo on it. That's true. (laughs) Boo. Okay, don't buy anything. Save your money. No, no, no. Here's what you do. Oh, what what do you do? Buy it for someone else. 
buy it and donate it to Goodwill. Buy it as a gift. <laughs> <Don't do that. laughs> buy it as a gift for a friend. And then somebody will be like, "What is the DC experiment?" <laughs> and then share and, us. And then share us. That's that's how we share. Yeah, sh- um, share us. I had another idea. Actually, I think I saw this probably on the Facebook. But uh, for decluttering and minimizing, just before we go, it's kind of funny. Is take something from your house to someone else to like one of your friends' houses when you get invited over, and leave it there. In like plain sight, you know, could be a mug or a jacket or something. Do that with a DC XP mug. A, a picture, right? So as you go over to a friend's house, you bring something with you. And you, <laughs> and you, leave, and you it just leave it there. Yeah. They're like, hey, can I set this here for a second? <laughs> sure, yeah, no problem. And then just walk just away. Walk away. <laughs> or don't even tell them. Yeah. Don't even tell them. Just like, you know, leave your... Leave your mug in their cupboard. Oh, start with something small. <laughs> house plans And then or something. see how uh, big of an item you can bring into their house without them noticing. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> like a big old vase. What's under your jacket? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Nothing. And they just set it down and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That's brilliant. Minimalism. Gotta Thank, love it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you all at different levels. <laughs> thanks, Good Dennis, for doing this with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Thank you. You guys have a great week. See you Wednesday. Wednesday. Bye. I wait for the tone to end before I release Deeper. my finger. Yeah. Wow.